This episode of the Ball Blah Podcast, I talk with Nate about the Red Sox continuing success in the month of May and how they can keep it up. Welcome back to Ball Blab, everybody. It's been a while, especially since I've been here. I'm Nate, and I'm here with Jason and Nate. Things are turning up for the Red Sox right now. Yeah, but before we get into that, I just want to say that that music being played was the song The Seven Seas from Geometry Dash. And if that sounds familiar, that's the music that plays whenever the Red Sox score a run, obviously not on a homer at Fenway Park. So that's just a fun fact right here. But yeah, um, back to that, the Red Sox have really just started playing better baseball since even the last episode that you did with Braden, especially since, you know, the last episode I was in. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think the offense is definitely turning it up. I think there's still some question marks on the bullpen, but we'll get into all those details later in the episode but yeah let's i think start in the texas series where we took what two out of three yeah and the thing is um we started hitting in that series we really started hitting in that yeah. series. we even hit a bit in the brave series before then too but like i think that when this team's hitting that translates into winning games when they weren't hitting for a lick that that led to them losing game after game after game and being 10 19 so this team really is all about its hitting and they have been absolutely raking. Oh yeah, I mean Trevor Story, I think he's been the story of all of May. I think that nine home runs in a span of 20 ish. Not sure games. if it was quite nine, but like yeah, you might No, it right. was nine. He has nine home runs. Yeah, I mean cuz for a while he didn't have any yet going. Yeah, I mean it started in Atlanta where he first hit the um his he hit his first home run and then as we go on, he had that three home run game. And that was insane. And he's still very hot. I mean, he went 0 for 3 yesterday or 0 for 4 yeah. yesterday. But, you know, mm-hmm. hitters will get that. And another pleasant surprise, J.D. Martinez. Man, that dude can rake, Nate. Yeah, he has yeah. been insane. He's mm-hmm. been hot. Yeah, I mean, like, our question today is definitely, like, you know, what have we... What has, you know, caused them to improve and get hot? And I think it's really the offense. And, like, you know... Like, and the thing is, what I see from this team is just the quality of at-bats. They're so much better. They're working the count. They're being aggressive early when it makes sense, when it's smart, when there's pitches to hit. Like, early in in innings, when they're in big situations, like, you know, that's when they start working the count. That's when they start getting good at-bats. They're not chasing as much. Like, they're being smart hitters, and they're getting the good pitches to hit and making them work. That's the offense that we need to be seeing. I mean, we saw that a bunch in the second half last year, too, and in the fir- more in the first half, I'd say, but being patient and taking pitches that really should be taken and not swinging at bad pitches really makes a difference in the lineup. And as we see in the past few games... Uh, I'm trying to think of a few examples, Nate. The Mariners series. Oh, boy, was that a great series to watch. I think I enjoyed watching every single moment of that series. I know we were down 5 nothing in one game. Yeah, and I was at that game, by the way. I was at the game where they were down 5 nothing. It was a really fun game and a great comeback, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of sparked the winning streak, and... Um, who do we play this week? Mm-hmm. The I'm blanking right now. Who do we Who do we play? Who do you play this? Oh, the White Sox. The White Sox. The White Sox. Yeah, I didn't see much of that series. Yeah, I mean, stuff. the offense certainly came oh, alive. 16 runs in two games. That's it's pretty For impressive. Over 30, 37 runs scored in the series. That's, That's so good. That that will get you to win games, Nate. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the thing is, I also like how the pitching has been handled. I also said, like you know, um, 
basically, right now, I said that changes need to be made in order for them to improve, and changes have been made. Like, the approach on offense is better, but I also like how Core is handling his pitching. Um, He's getting more out of the starters, which is really something I've been asking for because, like, that's been the strength of the team's pitching staff in the bullpen has been and is still, like, you know, a little bit of a liability considering last night's performance. Oh, yeah, I know. But, yeah, I, I was eight, at last night. I mean, yeah, it was. up. They were up 8-2, and then they lose 12-8. to eight. And, like, Garrett Whitlock pitched six innings, gave up two runs, so it was all in the He was bullpen. spectacular, I think. Yeah. He, he only gave up a two-run homer. Yeah, and- I mean... I gotta say, I'm liking him more and more as a starter. But what do you think, Jason? I think I think you gotta get him in the bullpen when 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 I think he's the definitely the guy you send down to the bullpen when um, yeah. Paxton or Sale are ready. Yeah, like- because here's why: Hills throw Rich Hills throwing the ball really well, in my opinion. I know he gave up that big three run home run to Jake Berger out of all people. Mm-hmm. But I think other than like a few mistakes, he's been throwing the ball well. And I think when you look at Garrett Whitlock, his role in the bullpen was so good Mm -hmm. before. I think you can use it, especially now, because our bullpen right now is what's keeping us from winning certain games like last night, where we were up six to nothing and eight to two in in the seventh inning. So the thing is, uh, it's just like I don't want a hole in the rotation. I really don't. I feel like without him, we kind of have a bit of a hole in the rotation. I think a hole in the rotation is worse than say maybe even like two holes in the bullpen because of how many pitchers you have in the bullpen. And I feel like, you know, we're getting more out of our starters to where we need them less. And I feel like if we can just get one or two good arms, I think we'll be okay. And besides, um, that's a flurry fluky loss. A loss like that only happens maybe once, twice, maybe three times a year for a team. So, like, and, and, and you know, that was from Strom and Schreiber who have been good pitchers. So, like, maybe they just didn't have it that night. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe another part was they were underestimating the power of the Orioles, like Austin Hayes, mm-hmm. Roof Neno Dor. Those are names. I don't know, not so much Austin, uh, Austin Hayes, but Roof Neno Dor is known for his power in Texas and even a little mm-hmm. bit in New York. He has some pop, and yeah. if you if you hang the right pitch, he'll hit it out of the ballpark, as we saw last night. I mean, Nate, I don't know about I don't know about you, but I I left. I left after the Orioles took the lead. I don't know if you would have done the same thing. Would you have done the same thing? If they took if the Orioles took the lead, I think it would have done the same. Anyway, but like we're fretting way too much on a game like that, um, because they're playing so well, especially since um like, you know, they made up for it today. We are recording this game immediately after Avaldi threw his, you know, complete game gem to win game one, the doubleheader today, and we're basically in between game one and game two of the doubleheader. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, great performance from Uvalde. And, yeah, like, it, just another example of how I like how Corey is handling this pitching staff. Yeah, I mean, Waka's been back. He's been pretty good. I mean, he let up three runs for the first time this season. Earned wow. runs. Wow, three earned runs for the first time this season. That is impressive. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, I, I, I like how this team's playing. Let's and let's. I think our goal is to just get to 500 and keep hitting. Because like I feel like if the hitting's great and the starting pitching's great, I feel like it's fine if the bullpen you know lags behind a bit. Because I just don't think performances like last night are gonna happen that often. They're not gonna ha- happen often that night. But then when I look back in September in like a race for like a wild card, and we're like one game back, I'm like I look back on those games. I'm like, dang, if we held on to win that game, especially. Here's what frustrates me. It's against... I, I don't understand if it was against the Blue Jays or the Yankees, but no, this was against the Baltimore Orioles out of all teams. I'm frustrated on that on that note, but, you know, 
it's something that you got to move on from. It's yeah. something that you can't like, can't get it too. You can't. What's I'm trying to think of the word. You worked up about. Yeah, you can't get too worked up about it. And you know, if this team can, you know, put that back in the rearview mirror or however people say it, I think this team will be okay. And yeah. and we've been seeing we have we have a really easy schedule in the next mm-hmm, few weeks mm-hmm. let's take advantage of it we got to take advantage of although it. i will say it does start off pretty difficult because i think once we're done with the reds we do embark on a pretty long west coast trip so we'll see how they do there we have a 10 game road trip against the angels the a's and mariners. the mariners okay so that's gonna be a bit interesting um I think I'll only be able to catch some of those games. Um, I just hate those, Nate, because it's like you I, can't it, watch the Red Sox. But I will say they're coming at a great time. Yeah. Because finals, it's kind of finals week for yeah. me. And yeah. it's like yeah. I don't get distracted. Yeah. I mean, the thing, and, you know, you just to go a bit off topic, another reason why it's been a couple weeks is that, like, we're juniors in high school. We're on the home stretch, so we've been kind of slammed with work and stuff. I feel like yeah. a lot of our audience can – you know, sympathize with us. But anyway, back to the Sox. But yeah, I mean, they're fun to watch. I mean, like... Finally. They they are just getting great approaches at the plate. I love the confidence. Guys are heating up, like, story, that have been struggling, like Story and Verdugo. Guys who had been hitting before continue to rake, like Bogarts, Martinez, and Devers. And also, it's a more balanced lineup. Like, the bottom of the order is no longer a complete hole because, you know, JBJ has been a bit better and Franchi Cordero's come after come out of nowhere to play very well yeah i mean i think franchi's come out of freaking you're like you said nowhere i mean worcester worcester must have taught him something really well and i think another guy who we kind of put under the bus christian vasquez he's getting his average up last time i checked he was at 279 he as i think dave o'brien said he's slowly getting his average up and he has and we're seeing some guys who in in early May, whose average was below 230, start to go above 240, 250s range. I think we've been lacking that in the past few weeks, and we're starting to get that now. The offense is finally coming to life as we thought it was going to be like, and I'm going to kind of shift our focus right now. I think my biggest concern right now, the starting pitching, excellent. Offense, excellent. The bullpen, eh, terrible. I think it's terrible, Nate. I don't know. I don't know about you. Um, I disagree with that a little bit. Um, because I mean, like we've been because I just think that last night's just a fluke game, and we've won some games that have you know been a little close. Like you know, um, the first game against Houston was only decided by three runs. Um, they uh. The Mariner, the first Mariners game, I think, was only decided by four. The second Mariners game, I think, was an excellent performance by the bullpen. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, like, all the runs were given up by Whitlock, and they didn't give up a single run after that, and we won the game 6-5. So, I mean, I think it's the weakest part, but, I don't, but I'm a little concerned with it. But I feel like get one or two good guys that are consistent all season, I think we'll be fine. I don't think the team needs to be so built around the bullpen. I feel like... We can be kind of like the 2019 Washington Nationals, who at least in regular season had like a terrible, terrible bullpen. But you know what? They had an excellent offense, excellent starting pitching, and you know they came back after a very rocky start in like mid-May and we're kind of looking and won, like that. and won the World Series. I don't know about us winning the World Series, but like you know, just because you don't have a great bullpen doesn't mean that like you know your team stink. Your t- it's gonna hold back your team that much. Exactly. I think. I think we I think we still need an arm at the trade deadline. I know I'm thinking a few months in advance, but mm-hmm. I think we're going to need at least one or two arms. I think another part is I think we need more 
arms coming back from the IL, like yeah. Josh Taylor. Yeah, Josh Taylor would make he. I, I think I speak for everyone when I say this, but I miss him. Yeah, he's been missed, especially like you know, or like back when we were really struggling big time. I mean, just think about it. They're ten. They were ten and nineteen. I believe they're twenty two and twenty four. So they have been twelve and five since then. So they're playing great baseball lately. Yeah, and. Another pleasant surprise, Nate. John Schreiber. Mm-hmm. Aside from last night, he As- did give up. No, uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna exclude last night from the picture because yeah. I think he has been good. Yeah, like 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 Nate said, I think that happens to a team once or twice every season, and it just happened to happen last night. So I think Do- John Schreiber has been excellent. I mean, you've been putting up against. Um, situational roles. I think situational pitching is a huge part of any MLB team, especially in 2022. I think John Schreiber has stepped up to the test, and if you told me John Schreiber would be a guy you rely on in the eighth inning, and I mean during the lockout, I'd be I would not I would not believe you, Nate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like um, this team's playing great uh keep hitting keep starting pitching well uh let's win let's win the next three games of the so series take four out of five sweep cincinnati and get another six and one homestand especially ahead of that um long road trip because i think after that road trip um the schedule in june gets a little bit easier yeah i think another thing i want to kind of touch up on the defense I think it's been better. Yeah, I mean, like than last season. You know, the thing and the thing. Yeah, it's been better than last season. It hasn't been like as costly. And another thing is that, and another reason why it hasn't been that costly, and another reason why I like watching this team more is that we're actually killing teams sometimes. We're getting some easy wins. It's not like every game is like super close in the in the going into the late innings. And like I just felt like every game was just getting so close, and then we go to extra innings, and then eventually lose. Yeah, I mean. Which, the f- by the way, like, Franchi Cordero's um, walk-off Grand Slam was our first extra innings win all season. So. One in six? Yeah, still one in six. Anyway, what were you going to say? No, I was I was going to mention Franchi. And, you know, he's come out of nowhere. I think Dahlbeck, I know he's been kind of struggling. and He did homer in the game today. He did homer. He mm-hmm. will. He That's his first homer since New York? Since opening day. Since the opening series, yeah. yeah. yeah he's hitting three thirty three in his last two games, so maybe... He's eating up a little anyway. Nate, yeah. listen to yourself. Yeah. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Dahlbeck. But anyways, back to Franchi Cordero. I, I, I like what I'm seeing out of him. He is walking, which I like. He is hitting. He's putting balls in play. He's not striking out as much. I think his K rate is definitely lower than last season. He's useful. He's not looking, he's not looking overmatched like he did last mm-hmm. season, I will say. But, you know, like I keep saying, I just like what I'm seeing out of him more and more. Yeah, when you can get production out of guys like Cordero and like you know, and got guys and you know Vasquez and you know and JBJ hitting a bit better, that just makes the lineup so that that, that just makes your lineup so much more dynamic and not like it has holes and it just had such gaping holes a couple just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean another thing that's going to be crucial. We're we're playing a lot of the AL East in June, mm-hmm. so I think July. And June, a little bit of June and July. Yep. So I think we got to take advantage of the mm-hmm. easy teams right now, especially the Reds, the Athletics. Yep. Yep. And the, I know the Mariners are struggling a yeah, lot. Struggling big time. Big time. I think they're last in their division, mm-hmm. below the Rangers. And uh, speaking of the Rangers, Marcus Semyon 
He has not hit his first Rangers home run. Yeah. I wasn't high on the Rangers going in the offseason. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess they could improve a bit. But I wasn't like, oh, this team's going to make the playoffs. I, I felt think, like I think they the, still have work to do. The words you said to me, spending spending half a billion dollars on a middle infield will not solve all your problems. Yeah, especially with their pitching. It's just in shambles. Their best pitcher... Martin Perez, yeah, who is actually pretty good. He yeah, had like a one six nine year. Yeah, he well ride. against us in the game. But anyway, he, he's like up there in batting average, uh, batting average ERA. But yeah. anyways, off topic. But I think if the Red Sox are gonna keep up their winning streak, they gotta a continue to work the count in their favor. It's been working. We've been seeing that on and on again, time and time again, where. The Red Sox, just situational hitting. They work the count. They're taking more walks, which I love. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not chasing. And they're not chasing as much. They still kind of are chasing. Yeah, but, but like that's every team. I mean, like, yeah. And also just keep up the great starting pitching, the quality starts, giving them a chance to win. And I think that's a good recipe for winning ball games. I, th- I mean, like, the bullpen can just be fine. It, doesn't, it just doesn't have to be monumentally terrible like it was last night. Um, yeah. Or, any- in, or in 2019. Yeah, anyway, um, so yeah, like keep it up through this a month, and we'll see how it goes in the division collision in July, because that's going to be yeah. some, that's going to be big. Um, anyway, I think yeah. that's all I got to say. Anything else, Jason? I think by our next episode, whether it be a week or two weeks from now, I'd like to see us maybe, maybe be above 500. I, I think, think, mm, I, I think, think that's a realistic goal. I, I think more than that. I think, I, I think five games above 500 wow. is realistic because we're playing some pretty bad teams right now. Yeah. I uh, mean, if I'm, how about this? Be above the Blue Jays in standings in the AL East. Not so sure about that. I think I'm, because like the Blue Jays could get hot too. Um, anyway, I but think they, my yeah. goal. They're think, very cold too. Yeah, but they, they, they now want a couple games. Anyway, I think that's a wrap. Um, yeah. yeah uh, go Sox.